So turn off your television sets, turn them off now, turn them off right now, turn them off and leave them off, turn them off right in the middle of a sentence I'm speaking to you now, turn them off! What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us for another episode of on last week's episode. That's always so tough to say. But as usual, I have my co-host here with me, D. Hi, everybody. Glad to be back. And just like um, Wanda Maximoff, we have expanded the hexagon to pull <laughs> another person into our podcast. Um, she's our other co-host, but you haven't heard her in a while. Courtney, how's it going? I'm here. Like I might like be half brain dead because I'm studying for the GRE, but I'm physically here. She she is here in body and spirit, maybe not mentally, not but but that, but <laughs> but that's that's all that's all we can ask for. So um, as usual, um, before we get into this episode, let's have a recap of our last episode. Who wants to take it? You do. Fine. Okay. So this show is um. Is is really not that deep, and that doesn't sound. That's going to sound a bit like I'm dissing it, but I'm not. Um, but it's centered around Wanda's grief in regards to losing, um, ultimately, um, the love of her life and her brother. So she is. Um, she created this reality to you know get all the things that she that she missed. So in this past episode. Um, we spent a lot of time talking about her brother Quicksilver. Like his name was mentioned so many times. Like Ultron's name was mentioned so many times. And at the end of the of the episode, we do get Quicksilver. But um, just as Darcy Lewis says, um, Quicksilver has been recast, and we have Evan Peters who appears. Um, that was a very simplified version of that episode. But ultimately, that's um, the most important part. Um, and once again, Evan Peters is back around for this episode, which is episode six. I'm not going to call out the full title, but it's the Halloween extravaganza. Great. D, aren't, you, D, aren't you proud of me? I am very proud of you. You did a really good job. I mean, basically people, this is like the episode, like from the promos and stuff that people were kind of excited to see. So it's nice that we got to it. Yeah, yeah. This is the episode that you see Wanda comes down the stairs in like the the Scarlet Witch costume and Vision. Very meta. Ha- exactly, and Vision has the the um, costume from the comics. So yeah, it's very he cool. He said he was like a luchador. That was like the best part. <laughs> it's like the like coming up with things of like what you could look like in those outfits. So um, so quick question to both of you, like um, this show like each episode like jumps a decade and it kind of mirrors like an um like an episode of tv from a classic tv show what do we think this 90s tv show is supposed to be Malcolm in the middle Malcolm in the middle yeah <laughs> Easy. That's what I was the thinking, best. Yeah. like so obvious it was like I really enjoyed this callback because like the format was so spot on and I just love that style of sitcom so mm-hmm. I that I was just very delightful to see I didn't even watch Malcolm in the Middle, but when the credits were going in my brain, I kept hearing, you're not the boss of me now. Uh-huh. Even uh-huh. like the like the intro was, it's like everything was just like so, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Uncle Pietro is like obviously the agent of chaos. Like he's the one who riles up the kids, but um, there's Uncle something. Jesse. Yeah, exactly. He's almost like the Uncle Jesse type. They made it more Full House because of yeah. like who Elizabeth Olsen is. 
I uh-huh. was genuinely expecting them to go full house, but I guess not. Yeah, it, it makes it makes too much sense. But um, what what do you both think about um just his inclusion? Well, in in this full episode, because there were a lot of times that Wanda would ask him a question and he'd like kind of dodge it, and he was like real shaky about like what she was doing. He's like, oh oh, this is cool. Like you're you're doing this yourself, so. So what are we thinking about this this Quicksilver and how he plays into the show at large? I think it's it's cool that they're that they are doing it in this way. Um because it's almost like he's not necessarily been recast. He's just been pulled from another universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is what it is. You know, like he he has been. Because even in the um, you know, in X-Men, his name was wasn't Pietro, I think it was like Peter. Mm-hmm. Um so he's a different person and it's it's like the confusion that he has could be very well confusion or he could just be a plant. Like he could be somebody that has been put there to figure out what's going on in Wanda's mind or how she's controlling these people or whatever else. Because I'm still confused totally about whether she's actually doing it or not. Because there are times when she seems genuinely confused about what's happening. That's a good point, but but let's put that in our pocket because mm-hmm. I, I want I want to address that later. So Courtney, um, about about Quicksilver. So what do you think about him? Like, do you think like he's genuinely confused, like ev- everyone else who is, enters the hex, or do you think he has like he knows what's like going on? I think it's I think it's partially that. Um, I do kind of like the idea of like I think we're definitely because they've said that this is going to lead into Doctor Strange. Um, that this is multiverse. And I at first I was really bored with the series. I'm like, why where are we going with this? This is like not entertaining. But and now that I think about it, like the best way to kind of bring in the concept of a multiverse that makes sense at first is through TV shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the idea of multitasking and how meta it is, like you can be that meta when it when you bring in multiverse. Um, so I think possibly, um, like, I don't think Vision's a plant. I, I'm still very confused about Vision. Like, I'm like, because I've almost started, it's his his consciousness now. Um, but possibly it is him. But again, I think it's him from another universe because it's just not the same personality. It's just a totally different version of him. So who knows? But I mean, he could have been brought in by Agnes, uh, different times so so maybe maybe so but and then at the same time he's still a person so it's like well this person's technically my sister but technically not yeah and there are two references that he dropped um that i want to make that i want to ask if if you two caught them first obviously that the kick-ass reference like did you catch that yes i was like this, that was great i loved that i wasn't expecting that either because also it's disney <laughs> right um so i was like am i am i Disney Plus? Okay. That was great. I enjoyed that. And, and D, given the dissertation that I gave you last week that you had to sit through, when um when Pietro was was with the twins and he was like, let's maximize our candy. Come on, Demon Spawns. Like, did you did you catch what was going on there? I didn't. I did not. I um you have to remember too, i I'm watching it with the thought of what I think is going to happen. So I do miss something. I guess I miss some Easter eggs and all these other things because in my mind, I have kind of made up what I know, what I think is going on. So if something def- is different from what my thought process, it's very easy for me to miss it because I'm 
looking for certain things specifically. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You should probably not do that, by the way. If you do, watch the show for what it is, <laughs> not what you think it's going to be, because it's very easy to miss. And I want you to mention the kick-ass reference, just in case not everybody caught it. All right, so yeah, so basically Pietro says, like, something is, like, I don't remember the specific line, but he says something is kick-ass, and then one is, like, kick-ass. <laughs> and, and this is obviously um, Aaron Taylor-Joy, who was also who was also kick-ass. It's a reference to him, that the lesser of the two Quicksilvers. Although Aaron Taylor-Joy is a good actor. He was just a terrible Quicksilver. Shout out to him, though. Mm-hmm. And, it's, yeah, and um, it's, again, like, it's so cool because it also brings a version of him from a totally different universe. Right. Because in this mm-hmm. other universe, he's... he's it's just like this episode is just so meta on so many levels. It mm-hmm. was very fun because of that. So, like, you could be, like, picking out Easter eggs. Like, and then that... I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of glad... I don't want to go on a tangent, but I'm kind of glad they're moving a little bit away from the movies and they're not going to do Avengers for a minute because it kind of, to me, got less fun. I guess. Um, and I feel like this is kind of taking it more to its comic booky routes, um, which is what I really enjoy. That's why Ragnarok was so fun. But um I, I'm really happy to see them kind of them kind of do that. I think it kind of is gonna like reawaken some of some of the franchise a little bit. And I think this TV show and in the format, like the, it as a series and in the TV show format as itself is, is the best way to do it. So yeah, you, you raise an interesting point there because uh, a lot of people don't realize that the Avengers team, the on-screen Avengers team that was that we were given, they were like a lot of tertiary characters and they were given context through these movies, but they weren't the characters that people really wanted to see. But a what TV kind of show- What characters were they? Say that again? Ter- t- tertiary. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, my, oh my God. But anyway. <laughs> D, please relax. I'm sorry. But, Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but- I, feel, I truly feel like the um, uh, TV show is the best medium to um, expand upon these shows because if my first um, inter- if my first time seeing um, Elizabeth Olsen as as um, Wanda Maximoff was in a movie, I would be like, oh, not only is she a terrible actress, but this is a, a terrible character. But now you get to see that a Elizabeth Olsen is like a, a fantastic Talented, actress, yeah. exactly, and that Wanda Maximoff is actually like a She's very like, layered oh, character. Probably one of the most OP Marvel characters exactly. there is. Like she is so OP. Like you have mm. no idea. So, and I just I think it's I think I'm glad they're kind of going that route and fun. And it just goes to my argument that a lot of these large franchises like Star Wars is doing as well mm-hmm. need to start like if your universe is just getting so big. You need to look into TV shows and not just TV shows that are like, oh, whatever. Or like what was some of them like the Marvel shows that were like not as good, but um, like the ones that are actually canonically significant. Um, like that's what I enjoy. It's like, oh, a TV show that's canonically significant. And like it just had, it means it makes you like more and more watching the show because I feel like just like lately in the past decade, like movie, just people been way more about movies than they have shows. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of glad they're just bringing it back because some things are good for movies, but some things like need are better fleshed out in shows like this mm-hmm. and The Mandalorian. So it's a good thing. Yeah. So so do you, what what do you think about that? Do you think like the the TV show is like the best like vessel for this type of storytelling, um, especially with these comic book characters? I do, and I want to make sure to to point out too because I appreciate that there are 
um, I'm gonna call them comic book nerds, and I just know that I mean that in a in a great way. I don't mean it in a shady way, but they're comic book nerds that have been there from as early as they could. You know, like when they were young, because it's not like the comic books are new. They're very old, right? Like the stories are very, very old. And there are kids that were reading them. So they know a whole lot more about stuff than the rest of us. Like some people really just didn't necessarily get onto um, the Marvel train until the movie started. I don't think that's a bad thing. Because the DC comics are better, but that's a different story. (laughs) (laughs) But even with that, just just comics in general, you know, they just just Mm -hmm. didn't read them. Even it could have just been they weren't available. They didn't know how to find them. You know, because that's comic even the case had now. Kind of fallen off. You're right. Like yeah. other than like some like the Batman stuff, like comic books had fallen off until mm-hmm. these blow up. So and like if you think about it, it's like before 2007. Like who was who was going to know who Iron Man was? Nobody. And and because of that, there is so much story that was captured in the um in the graphic novels versus the shows. So like you said, if we can get some backstory and more and more information from these things, then not only do you get better stories, you get better character development, you get better um, opportunities to expand, like you said, beyond what we're seeing. Because again, if you just keep bringing people into the movies, yeah, you get a character, but but you get so many superheroes at a point where you're just like, uh, okay. You know, because then you start getting Mantis and... um Adam and all of these people that you know, okay, the movie will explain who they are, but do you really not even know? Okay, you know, but do you care? Like, do you care who Mantis is outside of the fact that she put Thanos to sleep for, you know, or or she had him for a while, which is great. But if they had a show explaining that, that might be cool to see. You know? Yeah, you yeah, you you raise a good point. So to me, the the best way to carry this on, and and I think Feige being like as smart as he is, he realizes this. So the TV shows are going to be used to introduce these new characters um, in the ways that movies really can't. Because movies just, you know, just, you know, just totally graze over the character's backstory in like 15 minutes. But these shows, like you get an eight episode run and you get to learn who these characters are. And we'll get to this later. Like, for instance, like Monica Rambeau, like she's going to be very important. We'll get to that later. Huge. But but yeah, you use these TV shows to introduce key- these characters, give them a backstory, give them context so by the time we come around to that big um, team up movie that's going to happen down the road, we know who these characters are and we don't have to spend time introducing, you know, a new character because we already know who they are. So, yeah, this this is a this is actually a perfect format. And I'm glad that um, that Feige and the people at Disney and Marvel are, are realizing this. And because, yeah, it, it, it should have been this way before. But I do understand that TV wasn't at a place then. Streaming has helped. Now. Streaming exactly, has helped. exactly. And also the pandemic. <laughs> I know this, ha- I know this <laughs> happened before the pandemic, but like we're gonna see a lot more TV than we are. Like there's gonna be a lot more put into TV in, than in movies, in my opinion, in the next couple of years. Not giving a pandemic credit for anything. We're just stating facts. It's just facts. But but, <laughs> but, but no, like as as crazy as as crazy as this sounds, like in a sense, like one division was helped by the pandemic because imagine if there were like 10,000 other shows to watch right now. Like, 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 exactly. People, people really want to be able to focus on one division the way they are. And I think a lot of, I mean, there are some criticisms, but a lot of people are able to like really focus on this show in a way that they probably wouldn't normally. So, so yeah, it's a, it's a good thing that's happening right now. Mm -hmm. It's a good time to to be in TV. 
mm-hmm. I think too, it helps when you care about characters. Even it, make, it makes the movie better, right? Because right. if they're just some random superhero that's in the sh- like, in, that's in it. That's great. That's fine. And not every. And the thing is, not everyone can get their own like a movie trilogy right. either. So it's right. like such a great way. Um, and I'm glad it's a female character too that, that's exactly. getting this kind yes, of attention. Yeah. So um, yeah, because it, I so give a lot we, of grief we need about the Black, we need the Black um, Widow movie though. Anyway. I give a lot of grief about Guardians, but I do understand it's um it's necessity because I mean who cares about Star Lord, right? Most mostly because everybody's mad at him. Don't don't one, say that because to of Star Lord. The whole two, Marvel cast Chris. is gonna tell right. you not to be mean to Chris Pratt. Whatever. Uh, He's the worst Chris. This is Dion Captain Mara Clan. Whatever. They're gonna they're all gonna be like, listen, guys, we can't call him ugly. Don't, don't bully not... the worst Chris. People it's not his fault. He's the worst Chris. Like, whatever. But but it's it. It gave us a reason to even care about it. Like, could you imagine Star Lord being in a movie? You have no idea who he is, and then he's he does what he does. Like, he thinks he's getting it bad now. People would literally hate Chris Pratt the person because of who he played. So, I'll being do, that we do you one better though, we could at least you know care about him a little bit. Kind of I wish I, the character was more hated. Honestly, I feel like it'd yeah. be better. I do you want like, better. He's like, like, where to be an asshole? <laughs> like, like, what if we introduced um, a, a set of twins in a movie and we just killed off one? Like, it would it would be like that, right? It'd just be like whatever. Like, hmm, okay. <laughs> By the uh, way, I'm, I'm oh damn, about he died. He died saving, but he saved Hawkeye. You know, in the process, so it was like it really did not hit like it should. Y'all, this he died. Like he was. <laughs> He was killed in Josh action, Whedon is and everybody's just kind of like, eh, eh, it's okay. I thought it was a right with me with that the woman had to die. She's like, well, I don't have children. <laughs> That's a whole different rat. That's a whole different rat. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, let's move. Let's move back into um, the episode. So we're um, now at the town square um, Halloween celebration. Um, Vision thinks something is funny. Um, and and Wanda mentions it too. Like she tells the kids to go roam, but she tells them don't go beyond Ellis Avenue or is it Ellis Street? It's one of them. I know Ellis is in there somewhere. I think it's Avenue. It's Ellis something. Yeah, yeah, it's Ellis Avenue. So so Vision, you know, he suits up and he flies to the edge of town and he sees people. You know, the people on the outskirts of town they're acting weird, but um, more importantly, he sees Agnes there, Courtney. Agnes dressed as a witch. Why is that significant? I, I'm just saying, I forget the character. I think she's a person, and I can't remember right now because I was just talking with Michael. Like, she's significant. I think she's, I really think that she is, like, the person. Because we, Dee talked about it earlier. I think part of this is Wanda, but I think in a way Wanda might be influenced or something. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the whole thing about, like, that footage of Wanda going in to get Vision, it just, something just didn't sit right with me. I mean, of course, like, Wanda was, like, it did start as a villain, as obvious, and she's, like, so very OP, but it's just, some part of it just isn't sitting right. Because there's sometimes where she she's acting kind of confused herself. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm going to bring my psychology into it. When someone is grieving, you are at your most vulnerable, which means you are at, your, at a very impressionable point, too. So I think that it's not just her... Um, and I forget, like, because Michael brought up this, um, Doctor Strange character, um, or just, I think in, like, in the comics they are, that they can only manifest their power in a certain way under, like, the similar circumstances. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying not to like bring all my points into one because um, we can talk about um, House of M later because this is definitely this is definitely that. But <laughs> I'm gonna let Ron talk about that more because you've talked about it a little bit more than me um, in the group chat. But yeah, I, I think she's the villain because like how perfect would it be like the dorky, goofy best friend like. It, I, I just think that she's been there too much. And the fact that she was just unfazed by the boys aging up, by, like, seeing the powers, and all of a sudden, like, Wanda out of character is fine with showing her powers around Agnes, um, when the other townspeople have been very faced by seeing the powers. Like, that, I forget her name, but the blonde chick was, like, terrified. Mm. Um, so I think, uh, I think something's up with Agnes. And I think the fact that she was dressed as a witch is, like kind of it's gonna be one of those things it's like oh hindsight duh i think i think she's got some kind of powers too yeah so so agnes is is definitely agatha's like like that's oh, that, yeah that's what i was thinking of yeah. agatha yeah and like the names mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so i feel like herb is too because um mm-hmm. yeah, and her like herb is the black guy just you know just in case because i didn't remember his name either so don't don't think i'm being funny but he um it feels like he's doing the same thing that Agnes did in the beginning because um, remember when they were they were with the babies and she was like, do you want us to do it over? Like, do you want to almost like, mm-hmm. do you want to run it back? And one was like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, they're the only you know, two that have said that you want me to you want me to hold the babies. Right. Almost like almost like she's the director saying, cut, let's run it back. Mm-hmm. And Herb did the same thing when they were on the street. Um, and I can't remember what he asked her, but he, he said something significant to the point of, do you want me to fix it or do you want us to do it over or something like that? The same thing she said. Or I think mm-hmm. it was they were talking about Vision not being on the like the watch thing or whatever, because he's like, oh, is that what you wanted? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. And it was like it's, it's like he's asking permission directly to her. So I I didn't think that Agnes was under the mind control at first, but being that she kind of spazzed out and Vision took her out and put her back in, I now think she is, but it's weird to me because I, think, I almost thought she was just one of the people that were a part of it. I think she's faking it. Uh, um, and remember, she was so? the only... Didn't they say there were only two people they couldn't identify? And I think mm. it was her and Herb. So so let, let's, stay, let's stay with um, Herb for a bit because do you know what Herb is short short for? For excuse me, is it Herbert? Yep, Herbert. I would guess. There's there is there is a character in the comics. His name is Herbert Edgar Wyndham, but his comic book name is High Evolutionary, and he plays a huge part in like the Vision stories. Mm -hmm. And um, his first appearance is in Thor, but he plays a huge part in the Vision story. So apparently, Herb could possibly be High Evolutionary. Um. I don't we know. We know much Marvel about, doesn't play accidents right. when it comes to names. Right. So so um I, I think Herb is definitely somebody and I and we know now like pretty much Agnes is Agatha. So so yeah, there are two um significant characters. But once again, um I also want to go back to Ralph because Agnes Which keeps mentioning Ralph. No, we haven't seen him yet. That's the thing. Him. So right. Ag- Agnes keeps mentioning like her husband Ralph, but we haven't seen him. And it's kind of like the sitcom trope, like, oh my husband, he does this, but you never mm-hmm. see the husband. That's true, yeah. Ralph is like, like, like I said, the previous episode. Ralph is definitely Memphisto. Memphis. Oh yeah, without a doubt. So, so when it comes to when it comes to Agnes and Herb and their interactions with Wanda and Vision, 
I, I want to know if they are under control of Wanda or under the control of Mephisto. And that part, I don't know yet. That's what I'm saying. It seems like, because to be honest, why, the only reason I don't think she was faking is just because she really did seem out of it. She mentioned and she reminded, she was talking to Vision and telling him that he was dead. Mm-hmm. So I don't see how that was significant. And I also don't understand why she was at the edge of Ellis unless she was trying to get away. And then she, once she got there, she realized it, like, or whoever realized, like, no, you're stuck in here just like the rest of them. So that could all be a ruse. Like, I'm not discounting it at all. It was just confusing. Um, My thought with Vision, um, sorry to cut you off, I was, um, was I thought I thought she possibly could have, like, known that that's where he was going to be. And I feel like they're trying to set something up with Wanda between them. I, I just, mm. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like this is like a, like a very, like almost like psychological thing um, that they're trying to set up. And, or maybe she knew that would cause him to go even further out and then like her to expand the hexagon. Who knows? Oh, speaking of, um, I did like how they mentioned that they were fighting, but not fighting. Like how the mm-hmm. ki- how the kids noticed because it was very clear that they were having a riff. Like when mm-hmm. she was like, "You weren't, you're, but you're supposed to be doing something." And he was like, "Oh, was I?" And it's almost like he wants her. He wants Wanda to admit that this is all her, mm-hmm. and she knows it, but she refuses to do it because if she says it, then it'll make it real. But on well, the other hand, when mm-hmm. she was talking to her brother, she was like, "So you don't think?" what I'm doing is wrong. And he was like, nah, not at exactly. all. So that's why I'm, I'm like, is she controlling them or is she not? I don't, well, maybe she just knows vision will be disappointed and she, she won't say it to him because she'll have to, I guess, hurt him in some way if he finds out. Yeah. And here's, here's what I ultimately think. And once again, I like, I, I will proudly admit if this turns out to be wrong, but I do admit like, Wanda has like a bit of agency inside of the the hexagon. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like she has a bit of, of agency, but ultimately I feel like Mephisto may have created this almost like purgatory for her because she's a, a highly powered being, but he wants her under, under his control. So I feel like within the hexagon, she has control, but I feel like that's almost like her purgatory after the action mm-hmm. because keeping her locked up exactly, is what exactly. I, I feel like I that's what I feel like like she could end it but I feel like she's been influenced in her grief to keep it there mm-hmm. that's what I feel like exactly I, so that like I like obviously like she's wrong here but I feel like there's like other powers at play yeah. taking advantage of the grief and what she's in the the whatever she's feeling is better than the grief because she mm-hmm. pretty much said that because she was just like, it was, she was lonely and completely by herself. And then I also want to point out that her brother, maybe he, maybe he's a brother, <laughs> but he pointed out that, um, you know, he was just like, where'd you get all these kids? Because remember vision asked her where are the rest of the children, yeah, they all magically appear. Yeah. yeah that's now it's the first thing I said, look at all the kids. the kids. Yeah. And I thought it was, um, it was it was very small, but it was very sad to see the woman stuck in the loop at the mm-hmm. uh, clothes hanger and, and the tear. And I'm like these because it it just shows you that these people there are people in there. They're just in a sunken place almost. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. yep. And which is scary. And I think, and I think a part thing. of me doesn't want okay. that. Like, doesn't want that to be Wanda, you know, because it's so 
I mean, she has, she was like a villain in the past. Yeah. So I think like that's like, and I kind of like this idea too. Um, and I'm seeing it more as like, like characters are in the gray area. Like, mm. cause I'm kind of tired of like the, Oh, perfect. Captain America characters, even though Captain America could have stopped racism, but he didn't. <laughs> but <laughs> like, where were you? But, uh, it's like, where were you in the sixties? Uh, especially but um i feel like i i kind of like the fact that she's in the gray area because like even though they're superheroes they're still human beings mm-hmm. so i i like that kind of concept but um i guess we'll see um i don't know i'm a fan i think i kind of like the idea of the kids magically appearing because like with tv shows like they didn't really have kids in shows like that because like labor laws and stuff um and just it being harder they don't want they didn't want to pay the kids um until like 80s 90s sitcoms is like when he really started seeing more kids mm-hmm. unless it was like one kid so yeah and two um the the powers the kids have their powers now so what do you think about that not, one, not, okay one is not with, only one do is they have their powers silver. but they also have their comic book um costumes now like mm-hmm. um, so so they're now speed officially speed and Wiccan. Okay, mm-hmm. and they even said their names. So mm-hmm. I was nice. I was like, oh wow, they're they're like really going in on this. Mm-hmm. But I, I but I really enjoy it. So the kids are real. Yes, they they are they are members of the Young Avengers. They're they're real. So, so and that's what I was he- thinking. Well, I'm like, saying do- after the hexagon is after the hex is gone. If the kids come out of the hex, are they real? Bars after the hex a gun after the hex is gone. Ooh, bars. <laughs> but no. That's what so I was wondering. Like, so did she just like manifest them? I did. Yeah. I think she but but that's the thing. Cause Immaculate again, it conception? goes back to like running like he like you said, running. He did call them demon spawn. Mm-hmm. So they could and be did, they did they did talk about it in like the um like with all the agents, um, they were like the kids are not anybody's kids; that they're real. And even Monica Rambo said they're like those are her kids. I literally helped her birth those kids. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right. But I mean, again, I'm 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 going with Ronnie's theory, and I'm running with it that they're how do you say it? Memphisto. Memphisto. Yeah. That's a weird name, but I like it. But they, I think they almost have to be his because again, Vision is. Well, he's good, but he's also a, a robot. Robot, yeah. So he wouldn't he wouldn't be able to have kids anyway. <laughs> not human kids, yeah. not not bi- I mean, you know, not biological yeah. children because because Wanda's human, right? I he's mean, she's just got powers, but she's human. Vibrator, right? So look, kids, when a man and a woman love each Courtney, other, Courtney, <laughs> Courtney, Courtney, when a man and woman love each other, they want to express. I get, their I love get my for one children. pass each episode. <laughs> Biologically, I get one pass each episode. <laughs> the man has to have something to add to the formula. Vision has not that thing. So, with that being said, I'm starting to believe that these are not his children. I mean, well, well, yeah, well, yeah because that. Oh, I just let, feel is is this like just an immaculate com- like? But again, like House of it M. Could, I mean, House it could be immaculate, M. but do we want to talk about House of M? Yeah, I was supposed to say much, let's let's let's. You, you, how about you, how about you kind of yeah? Because yeah, this, this is going into that territory. Let's let's go ahead and transfer it into it now. I I talked um about it like ad nauseum last episode. So Courtney, I want to like hear like your thoughts on it. So we both agree that this is a reverse House of M. So how how do like you you see it? Well, as soon as she said she had the twins, or like she's, I was like, oh, as of him, instantly. That's what I was like, ooh, interested. Um, but I, but I, like, cause the, the X Men were like really like part of that. So I'm like, are they? Is this where they're gonna bring the X Men in? 
Mm-hmm. Um, first, so I'm like kind of scared because I don't know. Y'all know how, how it is with the X-Men. So, um, cause it, like Magneto plays a part. So I'm just like, are they going to be brought in later? Um, but cause it kind of start, doesn't it start out with the, it's been a forever since I've read that. So doesn't it start out with her in the twins? Yeah. No. That's like, the, yeah, like, it's like, that's the, like the, the first few pages. Like she has the twins and then, um, Charles and you're Xavier just, and, and even says, in the story, then real. you're just like, how exactly? So it's the same kind of thing. So but, I'm glad they're doing it. But I thought, I thought from the little limited amount that I've read, people do not please, please, okay. <laughs> but I thought in House of M, Wanda was grieving the loss of the twins. So do they die? Well, well, see that that comes okay. So I think. Similar things are happening here. Um, so she has the twins. Professor X walks in and says, Wanda, it's not real. Give them back. Let it go. It's not real. Mm-hmm. And then that's when she says. So no it's like a mutants. similar like fake mm-hmm. situ- situation. Exactly. Exactly. So what I think is happening in the show is that. Give them back. Um, What's that mean? She, she, huh? You said give them back. What does that mean? Oh, because because they don't like because. All right, all right. This is this is what I'm getting. At. This is what I'm getting to. So hold <laughs> obviously, on. when we're talking about this stuff, there's gonna be spoilers. Yeah, yeah. In the so comics, obviously, and it's all theories, out. right? So just don't. Yeah, yeah, this is theories. We don't know anything. Just go. So, with us. so, so where I, where I think um, the the show and the comics intersect is like after the events of um, Infinity War and Endgame, Wanda is mm-hmm. obviously grieving. Mephisto may have uh, met her and 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 struck a deal with her. Says I can give you, I could give you like everything you desire. I could give you a family. So that's how Vision comes back. That's how the kids come back. So I can see that happening in the TV show where she has to give up the twins. Like they have to say, like Wanda, this isn't real. Like you're like you're creating this reality. It's not real. And then at that point, she's like, okay, well, I, I want this family. I want, you know, to have someone who who knows me. I want someone like more people like Pedro. So, you know, in, like basically reverse half of M. Instead of saying no, no more mutants, now the mutants are pulled from that other universe. Mm-hmm. Question. So I guess this is how they're going to introduce X-Men. Right. I have a question. And my game, my 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 objective is not to blow up the whole universe. I'm just now I'm confused because the snap is confusing in itself, right? I saw a thread on Twitter, and I wish I could I could say her name because it made me laugh out loud. But she's like, Marvel has this thing where they just like don't ask the question because it's gonna blow your mind. And we saw all these people just appear in the hospital right after the snap. So mm-hmm. she's like, so what about people that were flying? What about people that were driving? Do they just are they just going to manifest in the freeway with no car? <laughs> Are they just going to fall out of the sky because they're not on a plane anymore? And the all this stuff, is right? Like, if they want an elevator, are they just going to pop in there? Like, what if it comes in between? Like, that kind of stuff. My point being, the series pretty much started, I mean, not the series, but Monica was in the hospital when she, she came right back from the snap, right? right? And did I miss it? Was there some time that passed between her leaving the hospital and going back to work because it all felt like it was like within the same like day. It wasn't the same day. I feel like it's within the same year. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there was time that passed. Okay. Then I'm mm-hmm. cool with that because I'm like, it doesn't like, seem the snap to make sense. still feels like it, like the snap feels like it was like a sensitive like subject with her. Um, but I feel like it's like months had passed. Like she got, she, she, you know, they hired her back on or whatnot. 
Um, I'm, so I'm, I'm good with that. That makes sense because I'm like, it doesn't make sense if it's not time passed because Monica, because Wanda wouldn't have, that means she would have left the fight with Thanos and moved immediately, like within the next I few hours like, and made I it. I feel like it's but within okay. the same year. If there's been some time, that makes yeah. more sense because even though everybody, and it, it make, might actually make it worse for Wanda because everybody else has everybody back, but all mm-hmm. of her losses are permanent. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So that makes sense. Okay. Cool. Cause I mean that could that could make your grief ten thousand times worse. Mm-hmm. Because you don't get anything. I didn't even think about like the people on planes. I was like playing like <laughs> it was like imagine you like got remarried and like you went through the grief of that person and it's like what do you do if like your wife all of a sudden reappears but you got remarried? Either in a throuple or nothing. That's the like, kind of stuff I wanna see, Marvel. I wanna see that. Like what if <laughs> like you manifest. were in your you house? But now Can you you're imagine in- the tweets? Yeah, like wherever you like were in your house, but now your neighborhood has been gentrified. Where do you go back to? You know what I'm saying? What do you do? What yeah, if what do you, you do? you're just like we're sitting in a movie theater and now that movie theater is a I don't know, strip club. Do you just sit See, you're like, you just yeah. down the I can I can live with that. That'd be great. That'd be great. What if you're taking a bath? Here at Atlanta, it's do you probably manifest both a movie theater and a strip club? Exactly. You're in a shower. And now you just in the middle of the street. I think think in the movie, I think in the movie, (laughs) there was one person that tried to go back to their home and it had been sold to somebody else. Like they appeared out of their home and they they tried to go back to their home. They're like, this isn't your Mm -hmm. place. I mean, who does does, your homeless? Does the government help? No. Now now we have the pandemic to base all of that on. Yeah. Like now we know no, what they, you get what nothing. they would do. Good luck. You shouldn't have you shouldn't have been one of the folks taken up in the rapture. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, congrats, you're back after the snap, but we're in the middle of a pandemic. So. We're done now. Yeah. Oh god, imagine coming back from the <laughs> snap in a pandemic. Mm-mm, mm-mm. The, the worst. So the you're whole like, thing we think at this point is um, oh, before we end up, we gotta talk about vision a little bit more. And mm-hmm. um, the reason I was asking was vision a plant is because one, it feels like they were experimenting on him when Wanda went and got him because, you know, they mm-hmm. had him all like spread out and they could have put anything in him because he's a robot, you know, whatever. And it's obvious that he has something because they're able to track him. Right? Yeah, he had that, to have the that- stone and they brought it up in the show. It's like. How is he there without the stone? And that's what I'll see. Yeah, the head, the head of sword. I can't remember his name. Calls him the asset, and they're tracking him as he as he moves through the neighborhood. Oh, you talking about the one that told um that said something about it's it's good you came back after your mom died. Yeah, yeah Ooh, he, boy, he he, he should have had his Ooh, ass. Whooped I was surprised. I thought she was gonna kick mm-hmm. him in the face. Like seriously, um, but that's the other thing too. Like, what? Why weren't they helping him? Like Darcy said, why aren't you helping him? When he was trying to come out of the hex. Mm-hmm. And she kept saying, why aren't you helping him? And the guy, the head of SWORD was like, oh, he really does want to stay, doesn't he? So none of, like, all of that stuff go, is, yeah. is what's like, those are the questions I need answered. I guess Vision as a as a whole, what is he doing? What is, what I, I is it think, actually? I, I do think that proves, like I said, like last week, that Vision is tethered to this hexagon. Because mm-hmm. when he tried to leave... Like you saw, like things were pulling him back into the hexagon. So I don't think he can exist outside of the hexagon. So he can't. when this is when this is all done, like you know, Paul Bandy is going to collect his check and go into greener pastures because I I don't think there's going to be vision after this. I think 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't see that happening. So obviously he's tied to the hexagon. Now the the question is why, and I guess we don't know yet. But I, D, I do think you're you're getting onto something. I do think he was put in there, um, to to maybe keep watch on Wanda because because yeah, they do call him the asset. Which Vision had the Mind Stone, right? That's what made him come alive. Mm-hmm. Right, the mind right. Stone. Where is it? Was that where didn't they just disintegrate the stones or what happened to them? No, no, no. when they when they had to get them all. Remember, they had to get them all back and then go put them back in in time or whatever. Where did they have to go to get it? Is that where Natasha and Hawkeye went? Well, yeah, the mind, the mind. No, no, no. The mind stone would have been Loki's scepter, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. It was. Okay. Okay, because I'm yeah, the only because, reason I'm asking is because why not just get it and just because remember Vision Vision was brought to life with um with Loki's um yeah I heard I think Mo- he was say that Mayhole Mayhole yeah. say Cole and he also his Make death wish is that it was not to be brought back mm-hmm. okay and that's fine I just I'm just curious because the whole time I'm like Wanda just make another one just make another one but I get it I get it yeah, okay just, just so he can't exist out of it and. But, but see, that makes it seem like, again, he's not Vision. He is, he's just the AI that he was before. He's, he's Jarvis. He's, really. he's Vision without the things that makes him Wanda's Vision, I that's guess. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yes, exa- that's yeah. exactly what I mean. So he's just, he's just the AI. So that's just like if you, if you know somebody's personality, you can predict, you know, behaviors and conversations and all these other things. Mm. And that's what it seems like they're doing because again, he can't remember anything outside of Westview. He can't remember something else. And they said something about his clothes. He was like, it was the only thing that was in my closet. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. So I I don't I don't He know. knew he was an Avenger. Yeah. Well, he doesn't you're right. He was like, What is an Avenger? Yeah, he's like, What's an Avenger? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And she's like, You're dead. And he's like, Wait, what? And what is an Avenger? And I'm thinking, so this can't be this, well, I don't want to say it can't be, but I don't feel like it is. But it can't be because there's no milestones. It's, it's it can't a be dead vision, body, yeah. But it's just the 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 husk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and they, they make a point in like those first two episodes to let you know that Vision doesn't remember any events prior to like, like that yeah, prior like to today. <laughs> like today. Like this is right. Exactly. So, so f- as far as he knows, like he's there as as Wanda's husband, and that's all he knows. Like he doesn't know anything beyond that. I want to say I lied to y'all. I said I probably. Well, I didn't lie. I said probably that I wouldn't watch episode one again. I'm totally gonna watch all of them again when this is over and try to. Yeah, as a retrospective Because someone mentioned there was an account on Twitter, and I'm sorry. I promise I'm not trying to steal your ideas. I just don't remember the name. But they mentioned how. In the first episode, the boss's wife mm-hmm. was staring at Wanda um, when she was like giggling and stopped laughing or something like that when he started mm-hmm. choking. And they said she they thought she was glitching because while he was choking, she wanted to help, but she mm-hmm. couldn't because Wanda wouldn't let him. And when mm-hmm. Wanda told Vision to help, he pulled a stra- chocolate covered strawberry out of his throat or something. And he mm-hmm. wasn't even eating that when he choked. So they're mm-hmm. like, it's either somebody trying to help Wanda like not have to answer the questions or Wanda did it to keep her from to stop her from asking questions also in that second episode you know it has like the um bewitched cartoon intro if you Mm -hmm. look um there's like a part where like vision is like in a 
like a factory or a kitchen and on the bottom shelf you see the um the helmet for herb who is um high evolutionary so that's in there too See, um, one thing too <sighs> is that is that commercial, which like remember like when the claymation commercials mm-hmm. were like all the rage, like it got dark very quickly. Sh- I'm glad mm-hmm. you brought I was that up. Like, because that was what is what are they trying that to tell was us? Very macabre. Like the little boy, because he could not, <laughs> he couldn't open the the what was it? Yo magic. Mm-hmm. And Yo I'm magic. like, what is that? Why is? And he he ended up you know starving to death. And I'm just like, oh my god, that was weird. Very very weird commercial. Yeah, that was the weirdest one, easily. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so to to close this episode out, I have some 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 quick questions. Um, we kind of touched on this one, but um, I just want to get like I guess your final take on it. Basically, how much control does one have over this reality, and um, could she possibly be under someone else's control? So, D, we'll start with you. I think she has control over the hex itself i think she has complete control over the hex but i think what happens within it she might be getting some help or some interference if you will so the hex in itself how far it can expand how how what what makes it all of that that's i think that's all wonder but what happens within it i think that's somebody else courtney how about you i think i think she's is not a control i think she's being influenced i think she did make a deal um but i think now she's in too deep um, and I think that maybe partially part of her memory may be wiped. Who knows? Because she says she doesn't even know how this whole thing started. And I, and I partially believe her. I, I really do partially. I think she's part of her as being this truthful and part of her is not. So because I really don't think she brought her own brother back. Um, so I, yeah, I do, uh, I think she's being influenced, but I think if she really wanted to, she could break it. But again, I think she's so vulnerable because she's, she's in grief right now. Mm. Um, so like I said, not to bring like the whole psychology point into it again, um, but that would make her very vulnerable, um, to anyone who has malintent. So. And perfect segue, Courtney, and I'll let you take this one first. Um, so you said you said like Quicksilver was brought into this. Like how much? And we and once again, this is a question that we touched on a bit before. But how much do you think he like really knows? Because I think he knows enough that he was kind of dodging her questions. So how much do you think he like truly I think knows about? This? Now that we're talking about, it, I think he like no no knows knows. He may mm-hmm. be a pl- again. I he might be a plant. Who knows? Who, who knows? Just to maybe distract her, cause problems. Um, yeah. D, what about you? How much does Pietro Maximoff know? I'm starting to think it's also a blissful ignorance on his behalf because it's one of those things where he may not know the answer to the questions that she's asking, but he knows he he knows who he is. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he doesn't know the answer, his brain won't allow him to figure out why he doesn't know the answer. Mm-hmm. Right. So like. I don't, I've I've read this very like I saw this thing a while ago where there are certain people if they draw a picture they only draw one side of it because something on their other side of the brain doesn't work it's the it's it's weird but it's kind of cool and if I you think ask them talking about yeah and if you ask them why they didn't draw the other side they just like either completely ignore the question or like move on to something else because they won't explain why there's not a picture over there it's almost like their brain. Your just brain won't acknowledge it. 
when your brain or like I think I know when your brain sometimes has damage, it'll try to make up for it. Yeah. But it's like when you have all those things, like if you have like if you double type a word, your brain will just not see it. You know, like it's like one of those things you read and then you get to the end, it's like, oh, I bet you didn't know that this was at the beginning of the sentence and you look back and now that you're aware it's there, but your brain hides it for you. Yeah. One, it does that with trauma and two, like that can also happen with brain damage. And that could very well be trauma for for him because he said he just, mm -hmm. then he said he was in a street or something and then he woke up. And, and remember, and this is ra- like radioactivity that is affecting people's cells and also breaking down cells. So it, it could be that as well. And it could also just be brain fog. So. So, yeah. So to answer your question shortly, I think he I think he's um, I don't think he's intentionally trying to get any information from her. I think he just really doesn't get it. And he instead of saying, I don't understand, he's just avoiding it. All right. Now, final question. I kind of shifted this around. Um because of just where we're taking the conversation. But this is a good one to leave um, for the last question. You didn't answer uh, the questions? Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, my feeling is that Quicksilver knows. Like, he knows. You think he knows? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So and you knows. think, what about the hex? I mean, what about the, the other part? Uh, well, yeah. I'll, so I do think that, like I said, she controls what happens within the hexagon, but the hexagon itself is controlled by someone else. Mm. The machine within the machine, brother. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's layered. But, but no, um, but <laughs> the yeah, man this, behind the curtain. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But yeah, this last question. Um, did you two pick up on the Monica Rambo origin story, basically? Yeah, it was so in this excited. Episode. I was like, <laughs> when they mentioned like the DNA, like she's like, Don't go back because your DNA is being altered. I was like, mm. finally. I, I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited. I've been waiting. We I think like we've all been waiting mm. since we saw Captain Marvel. We're like, yeah. We're finally gonna get it. So yeah, this is this is basically her her origin story, which mm-hmm. is really awesome. And again, another really good reason that they're using like TV, not just for like let's make money purposes, mm-hmm. but for canonical purposes. Mm-hmm. Like they're actually giving Monica Rambo her origin story, and I don't think that's as doable with TV because again, like you can't have all these like little minor plot points with movies. She's so in I, the I next. Love um, she's in the next Captain Marvel too, right? Yeah. I believe so. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, shout out to Tiana Perez, who is um thicker than dinner grits. But oh anyway. my goodness. Um so so basically But I um, can't talk about okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I digress. But Monica mentions um two things in this episode. She mentions that her DNA is changing. Also, she mentions that there's a way that she could safely enter the hexagon. Mm-hmm. In the comics, Monica Rambo is given um her powers through this huge huge blast of energy and basically her powers are that she can manipulate um any energy along the you know electromagnetic spectrum like she could change the um, the composition of her body she could fly she could um emit large bursts of energy basically her powers are similar to carol danvers because she has once held the mantle of captain marvel herself so so yeah she's definitely going to be a part of um the captain marvel movie and additionally i think um because also Monica Rambeau has been several several characters, but I do think she's going to appear as Photon because that was her mom's code name when she was in the Air Force. So mm-hmm. we're going to get Photon soon. And um, that's good for me because anytime I can see more Tiana Paris, it's, 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 it's just, yeah. You, she, see, this what, you see the double standard that's here? I see. Didn't he just tell you about <laughs> like maybe 10 minutes ago? Maybe. Mm-hmm. If that long. Is, is she not a beautiful woman though? 
I mean, anyway, am I wrong? Do you think they're going to bring uh, the the special guest? Who do y'all think it is? They said it's going to be something as big as, you know, Luke from Mandalorian. So who do you think it is? It's going to be Sir leading... Ian. You still think yeah. it's Sir Ian? Okay. I'm, I'm... I think so because, like, at first I was like Doctor Strange, but I was like, no, it's bigger. Because, like, I think this is Marvel's way of being like, we've got X-Men again. We've got those rights. Fuck you, Fox. We got those right. <laughs> like, so I think, like, because they've been, we've been waiting to see when they're going to use that. Um, so I, I think they have to do it cleverly because I really think people are just like exhausted with X Men. Like, because it's how many times has it re- rebooted? But they can get away with it if they're like multiverse, mm-hmm. which is franchise, you know, franchise rights, but multiverse. I mean, so um, technically, it could be certain or Fastbender, right? It could be the one. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's Sarian. I hope it's Sarian. Yeah. I mean, if we're if we're if we're doing Magneto, let's do Maoji, please. Then it's not gonna it's not gonna be a big deal, in my opinion. If it's Fastbender, I think like like yeah. the, ah, it's gonna be Sarian because like when we all think of Magneto, Magneto mm-hmm. but because like again, like it's I feel like it's basically confirmed at this point. Like as soon as the twins were in it, that this is like Reverse House of M. Like Magneto played a role, like a pretty significant role. So um, I feel like you have to, if you're going to do that, this plot point, you have to have the X Men and Magneto. So I'm very excited. I mean, um, how many episodes? Because I mean, what like my two favorite like redheaded like op- most OP Marvel characters are Jean Grey and Wanda. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so it's nine episodes. Is it nine? It is, yeah. Now, so we've oh, we've already got through six. Two, three left. Mm-hmm. Three left. All new Halloween spooktacular. Ah, uh, that's what. What's, it was. Do we know the name of the next episode? No, they haven't dropped it yet. That's right. Mm-mm. I don't even do like trailers or anything. It's like we just in where you're not in the know. Yeah. Until and someone spoils you at five a.m. As I say, that's a good thing because the trailers they do show only show footage of the episodes that have already been shot, which is cool because you don't get any. Sneak peeks, which is really how it should mm-hmm. be. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm really glad because if there's one major criticism of the MCU is like they put the whole damn put, movie like this, in the trailer. They will like put the end of the movie in the trailer, and you're just like, it's like the now, whole movie. You're you know that there's something else because you've seen it in the trailer. Right. It's just like it ruins the fun. It trailers started lying, fun. though. I noticed like a lot of stuff. There are stuff that are in the trailers that aren't in the movies, and that's not necessarily always a good thing because. Oh yeah, they did that specifically with um Infinity War and Endgame. They put things in the trail, and there was more of the um the Russell brothers. They put things in the trailers that didn't make the movie at all, like that scene of the Hulk running in Wakanda. Like there, there was like there was no Hulk in right. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's. It's okay. I just, I'm like I like the way that they're doing this though. Um, but shout out to Evan Peters. Just want to say because the earliest I remember him, and I'm sure he was in stuff before, is American Horror Story. So seeing him as somebody not that's not an evil, creepy dude is cool. Yeah, and shout out to Tiana Paris. Um, but that's okay. where we will conclude this episode. Thanks for listening. Um, as always, if you have Wait. your theories, oh Hold sorry, on. go ahead. Sorry. So what? Do, so are we gonna see the modern? Like what? Because the last one was '90s, right? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna see like the early 2000s. Like I want to just do a quick. What do we? What show do we think we're gonna get? Like because it's always like one show they're kind of basing it off of. Oh, that's a. Oh, that's a good question. If they're doing like the 2000s, like what is like the sitcom was like the sitcom because that's what it pretty much has been. 
I wouldn't have guessed Malcolm in the Middle for the last one, but that was very delightful. And it has to be something that they were on because they couldn't like they couldn't pull like an office or something due to like simply because of like just it has to be like a family show. It has to be a family show. But in the two thousands, that was that was difficult because at that point we had like the the more. I'm thinking it's going to be maybe something mid 2000s. I wonder if they'll do something Disney coming of age. It would almost be like Dawson's Creek, maybe. Yeah, like Dawson's Creek and Moesha and Girlfriends. Wasn't that like real late 90s, early 2000s? Yeah, I'm thinking maybe, but like what were like the family, because there were some family shows. When did Grey's Anatomy come out? That was 2005, so that was later. But it had to have been like a family sitcom. Like what were big. 2000s like because like that's been their theme is this like because they did the brady bunch too so i mean it's gotta be like you said it's gotta be pretty much like because i feel like the twins might age up again i was i was glad they didn't age up this time i was i would have been annoyed but um i was glad they didn't but see i'm when i think about the sitcom from like the 2000s it was it was the teen stuff like Mm -hmm. that 70s show how i met your mother um, what I like about you, that like the stuff that was on a WB. It was popular. like very adult kind of yeah. like stuff. So I'm curious to see popular, what they do. Uh, That's what I'm doing. I'm looking it up too because I, I kind of want popular? everyone's predictions. It was on a WB, maybe not. Like, it'll be wild if we get like King of Queens or something. <laughs> the animated. We what could, if they did? Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. But see, it no, would be that, that type of thing though, or a reality show. Work. Yeah. When did reality TV get like? I it would say that was more like the late two, th- like the late two thousands. What I was the writer's strike? Because that's when yeah, that, that was, that was weird. it was like two thousand seven. Okay. Yeah, because that's um, when that's when reality TV was like the thing. It's gonna be it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be the Steve Harvey show. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It's gonna be like the yeah, like the Steve Harvey show or. One of those teen shows, something I think like, in that because like considering the age of the twins, I could really see them doing like a like a like Dawson's a, Creek type. Oh, sorry, yeah, the George, Creek. Yeah. What was the name of the show that had Claire? But, it, but um, it would have to be a show that would work with the plot. Though, uh, my yeah. so-called yeah. life, something like that. I, I don't know. That would be great if they went a reality TV route, but it's yeah. all been sitcoms. Um, I'm I'm curious to see what they do. I wonder if they do. Everybody loves Raymond. I just like, <laughs> I mean, why not? Everybody loves Wanda. Everybody loves Vision. I feel like it might be everybody loves Raven, like or that or like the George Lopez type show, like those kind of those were kind of like the thing for like Mm -hmm. that would work. So something in that, like I think it's gonna be one of the one one of the teen centric ones, like Dawson's Creek and in. Those types of things if, because if, like if they said, did if they did Lizzie McGuire or or because if the, if the they kids, have the rights it's Disney they have the rights yeah. if the kids age up it'll fit it'll be perfect it'll fit right in and I and like, I would be so happy when was Home Improvement like all of those type things that, yeah all those kind of shows I feel like yeah well, we'll see how, how right we are in a few mm-hmm. days. A week. Yeah. In a week. But yeah, like I said, if you have any theories of your own, you know, just, of course, just tweet us at the KWC blog. We're interested. Or let us know what show you think they're going to do. Yeah, exactly. That's what show yeah. you would love to see. Yeah. What show you think. Let us know what show you think is coming What was your next. favorite mid-2000 sitcom? Let us know. Yep. Happy Valentine's Day, my loves. Hope you have Happy a great Valentine's day. day. Happy love day. Enjoy it. Make the best of it. But remember, we're still in a pandemic. Don't go out. Don't be one of those people.
I'm in Atlanta. I just want peace. Please. You can stir up some mac and cheese. (laughs) God bless you. Steer, steer it up, you know. Steer it up good. Go get some. Go get some Plan B in advance. We don't yeah. need any any of these more of these quarantine babies. No, no quarantine babies. But be safe. Seriously, be safe. Have a great day. Thanks for listening, as always. And we'll be back next week, like we always are. Yep. Peace.